TED Talks are recorded live at the TED Conference and produced with WNYC New York Public Radio. This episode features Jimmy Wales, founder of Wikipedia. TED Talks are made possible through the support of BMW, where ideas are everything. Here's Jimmy Wales. In 1962, Charles Van Doren, who was later a senior editor at Britannica, said, the ideal encyclopedia should be radical. It should stop being safe. But if you know anything about the history of Britannica since 1962, it was anything but radical. Still a very completely safe, uh, stodgy type of encyclopedia. Wikipedia, on the other hand, begins with a very radical idea. And that's for all of us to imagine a world in which every single person on the planet is given free access to the sum of all human knowledge, and that's what we're doing. Uh, It's a freely licensed encyclopedia. It's written by thousands of volunteers all over the world in many, many languages. Uh, It's written using wiki software, so anyone can quickly edit and save, and it goes live on the Internet immediately. Uh, And everything about Wikipedia is managed by uh, virtually an all-volunteer staff. And what I'm going to do today is tell you a little bit more about how it really works uh, on the inside. So Wikipedia is owned by the Wikimedia Foundation, which I founded, a nonprofit organization. And our goal, the, the core aim of the Wikimedia Foundation, is to get a free encyclopedia to every single person on the planet. And so if you think about what that means, it means a lot more than just building a cool website. We're going to have to do a lot of work uh, that goes beyond just the Internet. And so that's a big part of why we've chosen the free licensing model, because that empowers local entrepreneurs or anyone who wants to can take our content and do anything they like with it. You can copy it, redistribute it, uh, and you can do it commercially or non-commercially. So there's a lot of opportunities that are going to arise around Wikipedia um, all over the world. Uh, We're funded by donations from the public, and uh, one of the more interesting things about that is uh, how little money it actually takes to run Wikipedia. We've got uh, over 600,000 articles in English. We've got 2 million total articles across many, many different languages. But only around one-third of all of our traffic to to our web clusters to the English Wikipedia, which is uh, surprising to a lot of people. A lot of people think in a very English-centric way uh, on the Internet. But uh, for us, we're truly global. We're in many, many languages. Uh, How popular we've gotten to be. We're a top 50 website. And we're more popular than the New York Times. And what's interesting about this is the the New York Times website is a huge, enormous corporate operation with I have no idea how many hundreds of employees. Uh, We have exactly one employee. And that employee is our lead software developer. So the servers are managed by a ragtag band of volunteers. All the editing is done by volunteers. And the way that we're organized is not like any traditional organization you can imagine. People are always asking, well, who's in charge of of this or who does that? And the answer is anybody who wants to pitch in. It's a very uh, unusual and chaotic uh, thing. Uh, You could never afford to do this in a company. You could never afford to have a standby crew of people 24 hours a day and do what we're doing at Wikipedia. So we're doing around 1.4 billion page views monthly. The total monthly cost for our bandwidth is about $5,000. So the big question when you've got this really chaotic organization is why isn't it all rubbish? Why is the website as good as it is? First of all, how good is it? Well, it's pretty good. Uh, It isn't perfect, but it's much, much better than you would expect given our completely chaotic models. Uh, But when we've seen quality tests, and there haven't been enough of these uh, yet, I'm really encouraging people to do more, Uh, comparing Wikipedia to traditional things, we we win hands down. 
So a lot of people have heard about the Wikipedia Bush Kerry controversy. The truth in general is that the kinds of controversies that you would probably think we have within the Wikipedia community are not really controversies at all. Um, articles on controversial topics are edited a lot, but they don't cause much controversy within the community. And the reason for this is that most people understand the need for neutrality. The real struggle is not between the right and the left. That's what most people assume. But it's between the party of the thoughtful and the party of the jerks. And uh, no side of the political spectrum has a monopoly on either of those qualities. So how do we do this? What, how do we manage the quality control? What makes, uh, how does it work? The biggest and the most important thing is our neutral point of view policy. This is something that I set down from the very beginning as a core principle of the community that's completely not debatable. Uh, it's, it's a social concept of cooperation, so we don't talk a lot about truth and objectivity. The reason for this is if we say we're only going to write the truth about some topic, that doesn't do us a damn bit of good of figuring out what to write because I don't agree with you about what's the truth. But we have this jargon term of neutrality, uh, which has its own long history within the community, which basically says anytime there's a controversial issue, Wikipedia itself should not take a stand on the issue. We should merely report on what reputable parties have said about it. So we have very diverse contributors in terms of political, religious, cultural backgrounds. By having this firm neutrality policy, which is non-negotiable from the beginning, we ensure that people can work together and that the entries don't become simply a war back and forth between the left and the right. If you engage in that type of behavior, you'll be asked to leave the community. So real-time peer review. Every single change on the site goes to the recent changes page. That recent changes page is also fed into an IRC channel, which is an internet chat channel that people are monitoring with various software tools. And people can get uh, RSS feeds. They can get email notifications of changes. There's a new pages feed, for example. So you can go to a certain page of Wikipedia and see every new page as it's created. This is really important because a lot of new pages that get created are just garbage that have to be deleted, you know, ASDF, ASDF. But also that's some of the most interesting and fun things at Wikipedia, some of the new articles. People will start an article on some interesting topic. Other people will find that intriguing and jump in and help and, and uh, make it much better. So we do have edits by anonymous users, which is one of the most controversial and intriguing things about Wikipedia. But it turns out that only about 18% of all the edits to the website are done by anonymous users. And that's a really important thing to understand, is that the vast majority of the edits that go on in the website are from a very close-knit community of maybe 600 to 1,000 people. These are the people who are doing the bulk of the site, and they are, in a sense, um, semi-professionals at what they're doing. The standards that we set for ourselves are equal to or higher than professional standards of quality. We don't always meet those standards, but that's what we're striving for. And so that tight community is who really cares for the site. And these are some of the smartest people I've ever met. Of course, it's my job to say that, but it's actually true. Another thing that we do within the community is we leave everything very open-ended. Um, most of the social rules and the, and the methods of work are left completely open-ended in the software. All of that stuff is just on wiki pages, and so there's nothing in the software that enforces the rules. But you can imagine there's a lot of other areas where the question is, is this notable enough to go on encyclopedia? Is the information verifiable? Is it a hoax? Is it true? Is it what? So we needed a social method for figuring out the answer to this. And so the method that arose organically within the community is the votes for deletion page. And what's interesting about this is that the software is, these votes are just, they're just text typed into a page. This is not really a vote so much as it is a dialogue. Now it is true that at the end of the day, um, an administrator can go through here and take a look at this and say, okay, 18 deletes, two keeps, we'll delete it. 
But in other cases, this could be 18 deletes and two keeps, and we would keep it. Because if those last two keeps say, wait a minute, wait a minute, nobody else saw this, but I found it in a book, and I found a link to a page that describes it, and I'm going to clean it up tomorrow, so please don't delete it, then it, it, would, it would survive. And it also matters who the people are who are voting. Rick Kay is a very famous Wikipedian who does an enormous amount of work with vandalism, hoaxes, and votes for deletion. His voice carries a lot of weight within the community because he knows what he's doing. So how is all this governed? I mean, people really want to know about, well, okay, administrators, things like that. So uh, the Wikipedia governance model, the governance of the community, is a very confusing but a workable mix of consensus, meaning we try not to vote on the content of articles because uh, the majority view is not necessarily neutral. Uh, some amount of democracy, all of the administrators, these are the people who have the ability to delete pages. That doesn't mean they have the right to delete pages. They still have to follow all the rules. Uh, but they're elected. They're elected by the community. Um, there's a certain amount of aristocracy, and so you got a hint of that when I mentioned like Rick Kay's voice would carry a lot more weight than someone we don't know. And then there's monarchy, and that's my role in the community. So <laughs> the point is, uh, my role in the community, within the free software world, there is long, there's been a long-standing tradition of... Uh, the benevolent dictator model. So if you look at most of the major free software projects, they have one single person in charge who everyone agrees is the uh, benevolent dictator. Well, I don't like the, the term benevolent dictator, and I don't think that it's my job or my role in the world of ideas to be the dictator of uh, the future of all human knowledge compiled by the world. It just isn't appropriate. Um, but there is a need still for a certain amount of monarchy, a certain amount of... Um, Sometimes we have to make a decision and we don't want to get bogged down too heavily in uh, formal decision-making processes. So um, as long as people trust me in my role, then, then that's a valid place for me. Of course, because of the free licensing, if I do a bad job, the volunteers are more than happy to take and leave. I can't tell anyone what to do. So the final point here is that to understand how Wikipedia works, it's important to understand that our wiki model is the way we work, but we are not... Um, fanatical web anarchists. Uh, in fact, our, we're very flexible about the social methodology because it's ultimately the passion of the community is for the quality of the work, uh, not necessarily for the process that we use to generate it. Thank you. That was Jimmy Wales, recorded at TED Global in Oxford, England, July 2005. TED Talks are produced by WNYC New York Public Radio for TED. TED Talks are made possible through the support of BMW, where ideas are everything. For more information on TED, visit TED.com.